Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit Bookshare.org today. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening and welcome to ACB Media and Mainstream, the first Mainstream that we've done in a little while. And we're very happy to join you again for a lot of interesting discussion on technology. And uh, I'm here along with uh, Jeff Bishop and Dan Clark and Rick. And we're uh, excited to be with you for a couple of hours of, uh, of terrific technology talk. And uh, we have with us in this first hour, by the way, old-time radio-related stuff and new-time radio-related stuff in the second hour. But before we do any of that, we want to talk to a long-time fixture in technology and specifically, uh, you know, early on, uh, Freedom Scientific and Vespero, now off on his own uh, to talk about a number of different ventures, including Windows 11. And we want to welcome Dan Clark to uh, to the uh main menu program welcome dan good to have you with us thank you john it's been a while since i've been on now hold on a second dan i gotta reach out here i got this big giant notebook here full of cassette tapes Uh oh with your voice on them now actually you were probably a little after the cassette tapes weren't you Mm, no not not really i was no you were part of that too huh i did the beep tones and all that kind of stuff oh yeah yeah so you go way back Indeed. Yeah, at least you you weren't using smoke signals to send all that information over to us, huh? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Could have from Oklahoma. That's where I was when I started. Wow. Right. Well, yeah. You're you're a voice that everyone is probably familiar with that has uh, ever uh, listened to any of the Jaws training material, and uh, you've got quite a history. Uh, Why don't we start by just talking a little bit about you and and your career? Great. Sounds good. a couple of things that I wanted to just kind of give to you about myself and just a brief history is, you know, where I started in the accessibility business, which was a company uh, that I created in Oklahoma when the company that I was working for at the time went bankrupt. I was working for a computer company called CompuAd. They sold computers to people through retail stores and through mail mail order, very similar to the Dell type uh, setup that they they have. But uh, at the time, CompuAd had 100 stores, and I was in the top five in terms of sales. And I was the manager of a store when they pulled the plug and went bankrupt. So I started my own business there in Oklahoma uh, called Sooner Software and Consulting. That was back in 1993. So it was a ways back. I uh, became a dealer for Hinter Joyce at the time. They didn't even have the Windows version out. They just had the JAWS version, uh, the DOS version. So I learned the JAWS for DOS program first. 
And then when the Windows version came out, I learned that. Uh, I was with Soonersoft, that company, for two and a half years and actually became a dealer for Arkenstone as well. And while I was at CompuAd, before all this happened, a gentleman came into CompuAd and wanted to know if, if he bought a computer from me at CompuAd, if I could install Arkenstone on it. And I said, what the heck is Arkenstone? I had no idea. And turned out that it was uh, basically open book is what he was talking about. And while I was a dealer there in Oklahoma, I was also uh, present at the very first Arkenstone dealer meeting. So that's where I met Ted Hinter. I had already communicated with Eric and folks like that, but uh, we actually met there. And, and shortly after that, uh, I became a, a Hinter Joyce dealer as well as an Arkenstone dealer and uh, started selling adaptive and assistive technology to people in Oklahoma. And while I was driving around, we would I would listen to the cassette tapes that Ted and Eric had produced. And every time I would learn something different when I would listen to those tapes. But after a few years, I sold my business and I went to work for Ted and <clears throat> Eric and Hinter Joyce at the time. And of course, many of you know that Hinter Joyce uh, merged with Arkenstone later and Blazy Engineering, it became Freedom Scientific. And so there was a lot of, you know, things going on with people moving and rearranging and reorganizing and things like that. And that's really been the key for the company that was Hinder Joyce is, you know, it merged and became Vespero eventually. And then, of course, there was VFO in there for a while. And so I think that that's one of the things that uh, was nice was just being able to understand and interact with so many different people and all coming together as one big technology family has been really great. And of course, they were good to me, you know, for the last 25 years, uh, provided me with a job and source of income. And we've done a lot of things together. Uh, when I retired in 2020, <clears throat> excuse me, 2000, yeah, 2020, I have to think about it now. <laughs> this is 2022. It goes by so fast. Um, I started my own business here called D-Surf. D stands for digital and surf, S-U-R-F. We all surf the web digitally, but the, the tagline for D-Surf, what it stands for is uh, surfing, <clears throat> digitally surfing the web uh, with accessibility in mind, basically. So what I have done for the past several years, you know, on the side is I've worked as a consultant, basically a technologist, if you will, or a, a web page tester for uh, a legal firm. It's based out of New York. It's a worldwide legal firm. I did that part-time for several years and I st I'm still doing it today. And that's where I come, came up with DSurf, the digital surf for accessibility, because that's what I've been doing in my part-time for quite a while. Uh, for those of you who have done any surfing of the web, you know that accessibility is a big deal. And it should be a bigger deal to a lot of people. And so by working with a, a legal team, I've been able to provide JAWS, uh, subject matter expert and testing for them. And they do the other, the other stuff. So all I was doing was just testing. But if you've done anything with uh, fine dining or food ordering or entertainment, hotels, designer clothing, cruise lines, real estate, perfumes, makeup, sports, fitness, universities, and things like that, I've probably tested some of those websites that you've been on, and it's all good. That testing is uh, kind of 
in the background for me is DSurf. It helps me to pay the bills and pay the website stuff. But I also wanted to have a place to hang my hat and just do training and continue doing the things that I've been doing for years and years. So in addition to being a website audit specialist and subject matter expert for that, uh, I also offer my services as a digital uh, accessibility consultant. And I'm not looking really to you know, get into that business. It's just that I can do that if needed and offer that kind of help in terms of creating and testing web pages and doing training, training materials and documents, uh, things like that. But mainly it's just giving me a place to hang my hat and to provide, you know, free training and resources. Let me give you the mission statement for DSERF. Uh, it's to create equal opportunities for people who are blind or visually impaired in the workforce and ultimately to create better access for everybody. So what I wanted to do is just kind of show you a little bit about the website. Uh, there's a blog page and a contact us page where people can get in touch with me. We can give out my contact information at the end of the program as well, uh, or whenever it's <clears throat> good for you guys to do that. And I thought we would look at some of the training that's actually available on the website and on YouTube and discuss the lesson format, the documentation, the resources that are available, and then uh, take it, take time for questions and things like that. So um, if you don't have any other questions or if you want to start out with something, I thought maybe we could just go out to the website. I could share my screen and show you a few things. Sure. Yeah, I think we'll have questions as we proceed here. But uh, right now you're kind of focusing in on the training material uh, around Windows 11, right? Or are there other things uh, there as well? There is. Uh, that's the second group of training uh, modules that I've done. The first set of training modules was on custom JAWS preferences and settings. And that relates directly to my time as a tester and a user of JAWS as well. Uh, so <clears throat> kind of look at those as well. But there's two sets of training that are available currently. Custom JAWS preferences and settings, which deals with using the JAWS startup wizard, for example, uh, how to disable the buzzer sounds and things like that that I find uh, distracting when I'm trying to create and type and things like that. And also, uh, more specifically, the personal HTML and web settings that I use, the things that I turn off in JAWS uh, to make it easier and better as a testing tool. So there's a, there's a module on that as well. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got anything, John? No, I'm, I'm anxious to hear more about this because I haven't. I've looked at the Windows 11 module a little bit. Yeah, but I, I haven't looked at, at yeah, the other too. one yet. I have so. not looked at the other ones at all. That's fascinating. All right. So, how about I share the screen and take a look at the at the website? All right. Great. Let's go. Good. Host disabled participant. I think uh, John or somebody's going to have to. Oh, help. Rick, can you give him rights to share his screen? Yeah, hold on here, guys. So while sure. we're doing that, uh, Dan, are, are you looking at uh, expanding your training material to other things like, say, Office applications, uh, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, those those types of things? Have you looked into maybe that? Yeah. That <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, hang on just one second. Sorry, Jeff. Yes, I have. Uh, I am looking at doing other training materials as well. Things like what you said, Office and other things that people are using. So... It's just a matter of uh, time and what comes up next, I guess. 
Yeah, there never can be enough of that material. You know, there's a lot of it out there from right. well, Freedom Scientific and uh, believe it or not, the, even the NVDA mm-hmm. um, material that you can purchase is, is you know, fantastic. Even if you use it with JAWS, uh, it's written from an NVDA, NVDA perspective. But boy, it is so well written. Uh, and, and there's so much other stuff out there that, that fills this void. You know, Kathy's material and... Right. Um, just there's so much of it there's never can be enough of it to be honest no, and we're yeah. just lucky that there's so much of it right now because we you know there people have different learning capabilities and you have veterans who've been around for centuries and you have brand new people who are just discovering it and the more they have to uh, look at the better off they are and it, everybody learns differently so it, it's wonderful yeah. that there's so many different types of learning modules out there and even yeah. if you pick up yeah. one or two tidbits uh, from a you know a module or a book, it's worth the it's worth obtaining it. Go ahead, Rick. You should be able to share it now, Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and all that's true. It's it's a matter of uh, learning, and the more you listen, you can listen to something two or three times. And every time I listen to something, the second or the third time, I learn something new that I missed the first time. So it's always good. And what you were saying, Jeff, is it's uh, and and also John. The fact that there are other people out there doing training is excellent because there's never enough. There's always uh, room for more, and people do things in different ways, so it's all good. So let me share the screen. We'll do this one right here. Choose share sound. We heard a click. You may have heard a click. Okay. Yeah. Do we have JAWS? Not yet. Uh, shortly. Uh, let's see. There we go. There you are. You can turn it up just a little hit bit. Oops, I typed it wrong, but I found myself. So we have the uh, the digital surf for accessibility. Uh, let me slow that voice down for some of you who are not used to listening to it that fast. I forget. I'm just going to choose Tom. Meeting control. So what I'm going to do is just press tab through the top part of the navigation system on the uh, the website. Dsurf tilde the digital surf for accessibility plus training. Visited same page link graphic surfer and so the So instead of a skip to main content link, I have a surf to main content link since we're dealing with surfing the web. Banner region. Dsurf link. Navigation region. List current page with five items. So right to the right of the home page is the training page link. We'll come back to that in a second. And to the right of that is blog about us and contact us. So those are the different uh, sections there that you can look at. I'm going to press spacebar on training. And you'll find that there are two categories. Training list of two items nesting level one. Visited link. That's the training we were talking about earlier about Windows 11, which there are currently nine out of 10 modules complete. And I expect the 10th module to be completed uh, well, let's say by the middle of February at the latest, because it's just about done. And then the other section that I have visited link custom is the custom JAWS preferences and settings. And let's take a look at that one first. I'll press enter to move to that page. 
Turn the digital search for accessibility plus training. Custom just preferences and settings dash DC. Okay, I press Custom. control to stop speech there. And what you'll find on all of the, the pages like this is navigation by headings is easy. Just settings heading level one. Custom just preferences and settings. Star so there are six, six level two. lessons in this one. I'm just going to tab through the links so you can listen to them. List with five items using the JAWS startup wizard left bracket five. That one just gives an overview, a real quick overview of the JAWS wizard for people that are just getting started and want to adjust their voice rate and a few other things like turn off tutor messages. I don't go into a lot of detail there. Disable the spelling buzzer sound in announcement of mailed words while. And I find that the, the buzzer sounds and the announcement of misspelling, things like that, kind of interferes with my cognitive thinking when I'm trying to create stuff. So I turn that off. It's just a personal preference. Disable speak character phonetically after pausing left Same with that. 205 right. List box announce position and count left. And same with that. So right when you're looking at things uh, with JAWS, JAWS tries to make reading the screen easier for people, you know, so that you don't have to worry about a lot of things. And sometimes those things can be a little extra verbosity, if you will. And, and when you're testing, you don't necessarily need to hear that. So the last lesson here. HTML and web settings for testing web pages and documents with JAWS left bracket 636 right bracket. Is uh, the HTML and web settings HTML web settings for testing web pages and documents with JAWS. So one of the things that JAWS uses, you know, is uh, beginner verbosity uh, and a higher level or a lower level of verbosity for uh, screen reading and web stuff. So what I do is I turn a lot of it off and I adjust the, the verbosities up or down depending on the situation and where you're reading. I'm going to go back to the prior page. Yeah. And I'm just going to pull up the list of, we'll just go ahead and tab to it. It's quick enough. Block, tra expand, training, visited, training and let's look at the Windows 11 link. training real quick. For accessibility plus training. The setup Windows. is the same here on this page. You've got a heading at the top, heading level one, and then there's a series of links. Windows 11. I'll press tab to move through the links. List with nine items. Zero one Windows 11. Some changes. So there's a, a brief visual. overview of some of the changes in Windows 11. And then I'll just read through some of the other ones. There's uh, allowing downloads from anywhere because initially when you install the Windows 11 uh, app or program, rather, it's set to download from the Microsoft Store, which is a security thing. And then if you need to download things from other places, you may have to change that. Uh, the third lesson deals with working with the taskbar corner overflow in the system tray. The fourth lesson deals with gestures with JAWS. And I, I titled that one, Getting By with Gestures. This series for Windows is designed by me to give people a broad overview. So if you're an AT instructor, or you're a teacher teaching people how to become AT instructors and you want them to learn some basics about JAWS, I wanted people to be able to point to these lessons and use them uh, to help people learn a broad set of skills for using JAWS. 
you wouldn't think that people would use gestures very much, and they don't typically, not for a full-time job and not for their everyday work most of the time. But there are occasions when you might need to close a mint, close a, a program or an app, or you might have to open a context menu, or you might have to do different things like, you know, dismiss one program and open up another one. <clears throat> so I called this lesson "Getting By with Gestures." Very interesting uh, article. I don't think this is one of those things that. After I created that lesson, I did some looking around and I couldn't find a single video on YouTube or anywhere else that has anything about gestures for any screen readers. So that, I think, as far as I'm aware, was a world first. The next one after that Zero five deals with desktop navigation with JAWS in Windows 11, and it's very similar to the navigation you find in Windows 10. So I think that's reassuring for a lot of people. Zero six pin. And, and then we come to lesson list. six, which deals with pinning and arranging apps on the taskbar. You can do this with the keyboard. And this is another one of those world firsts, as far as I'm aware. I was not able to find anyone else who had documented that you can use Alt, Shift, and your arrow keys to rearrange the buttons on your taskbar. Zero seven and you have the start menu, menu. Zero eight pin and, and pinning and arranging and menu. arranging apps on the start menu was the same thing using the same keystrokes. So there's three world firsts as far as I was aware uh, in this lesson or in this series of lessons. And that's the kind of thing that I want to be able to give people. Let's take a look at the settings app, which is the lace the latest one. I'll Zero press enter to go setting. to that page. It's thinking. The settings app in Windows 11 dash D surf. The settings app in Windows 11. So what I wanted to do is to show you some of the different types of resources that are coming with every one of these lessons. And once you figure it out for one lesson, it's the same with all of them. They should have very similar structure and design. I'm going to press H to move by heading. Windows 11 withdraws heading level 1. The settings app in Windows 11 heading level 2. Lesson 9 heading level 3. Okay, so this begins what's just a, a list, not really a list coded as a list, but just a series, a vertical list of uh, different resources. I'll just down arrow. Blank. Lesson so the lesson plan I'm working on soon. even as we, well, not right now, but before, and it should be available soon. I'll just tab to the rest Blank. of these. Opens a vocabulary list link, PDF. For so best I have a, a vocabulary list for all of the lessons. And this is, again, designed to help people who are not familiar with these topics that we're talking about in Windows and be able to give them uh, a better understanding of the different types of things that they may encounter. YouTube we'll take a look at the YouTube videos opens. in just a minute. Opens in a new browser window. MP3 audio link. That's opens my tool tips that you're hearing window. when you read, uh, when you tab through these links like that. Uh, the MP3 audio is available for each lesson as well. DOCX for best results download. I've provided transcript a transcript, link. which is the word for word transcript from the uh, video so that it's in, available for download. And then there's also lesson text link. This is the actual PDF. text that you see on the web page. So if you scroll through the web page by heading and paragraph and read through it, 
you'll find that uh, what's on the webpage is basically available as a downloadable text or PDF document for teachers so that they have the ability to take that and create their own resources. So one of the things that I found as a teacher or a trainer was that if I had to do some training like I've done on this, I would have to go out and grab the information off the web or in documentation, copy and paste it and create my own materials from that. And just that copying and pasting and searching took a little while. So having the lesson text right there where you can take it and just copy it and paste it into a Word document and create your own smaller lessons, if you will, from that is a really handy thing, I think. Back to Windows. Then there's a back to the Windows 11 training page, which we just left. But if you go through this page, there are headings for different things. There are graphics that uh, are still shots of the screen in uh, Windows, in the Windows settings app, and step-by-step instructions. So everything here is pretty much set up the same way. Let's go ahead and look at the YouTube video real quickly for this one. Video opens in a new yeah, it'll take it a few weeks to load, I'm sure. We may get some ads, by the way. You never, you know how that goes. Because I'm coming at it from a different angle. From a link there on my website, as opposed to going to it through my YouTube channel. Unresponsive dialogue. Wait button. Here it comes. Blank. And we do have a few ads. I'm going to skip. Main region. Compliment. And it's just about there, I believe. Seek slider, left, right slider. The settings app in Windows 11, 0 minutes, 18 seconds of 34 minutes, 26 seconds. List at least two ways to open the settings app in Windows 11. Okay, so I'm not going to go back to the beginning. Left I'm just going to pause it right, left right. right there. Jaws, be quiet. <laughs> Now, for those of you who are sighted and can see the screen, when you go to uh, YouTube, there's a show more link there. There's a summary and a show more link. But if you're a screen reader user, uh, you don't have to worry about doing that. You can just bring up your list of links with insert F7, for example. Links list dialog, links list view, number Windows 11. And if you look for the number zero in a link, Number I hit as an O instead of a zero. Not selected. Okay, so there's the first link. It says 121, and I'm going to choose move to link, just so you can move see what's link. there. Link and if I press up arrow from here, you'll find that there's the show, show more. The and if I down arrow, banner. I think I got Guide focus button. off of there. Visited Hold on a link. second. You we press... Uh, Tab to move back to that link. Banner region. How about insert F7? It's the fastest way. Links list not selected. One twenty. There we go. So if I press up arrow, one twenty one. Video heading times left parenthesis. There are fourteen headings that have video times beside them to the left of each one. So if I press down arrow here, at one twenty one. Changes to settings in Windows 11. At 156. Link 156. Opening the Windows settings app. Link 453. Bluetooth settings. Link 634. 
controls and states in link 747 lists or list link you get the idea now i didn't create those links youtube did based on the example. fact that i just put those times there link something that i kind of discovered later list. i'm just going to down arrow a couple of times really quickly link visual links radio link 20 time picker button link 20 expand go back to time picker states Link 25, so if I want to go and teach somebody a little bit, just a short bit out of this lesson on the time picker controls that are found in the sleep, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in the focus assist area, I can press enter on this link and it should go right to that spot. Link. Spinning circle. Buttons. There we go. Within the focus assist settings for automatic rules are buttons for setting the start and end times for focus assist when enabled. Okay, so I just paused that. Complementary region. And that's the way the, the, uh, the lessons are set up. So you have the ability to just go in and pick out a specific spot. You don't have to listen to the whole, the whole thing if you're just interested in one of those little topics uh, that begins with a heading. Then you have the ability to scroll through by using the video heading times on YouTube. Now, in the session that I did with Tech Talk, uh, one of the participants asked about, you know, if you're an instructor, how do you create the, that documentation? And one of the tips that I gave was that I use Microsoft Word all the time. And I just make sure that that document is marked up appropriately with headings. And whenever I have graphics in there, I use alt attributes to make sure that the alt attributes are tagged or that the graphics are tagged. And then when you choose the Save As feature in Microsoft Word and choose Save As PDF, you're going to get a very clean uh, PDF out of that. Very little remediation is required, if any. It just uh, I think usually I have to maybe change the title or something like that, depending on where I created the document from. But it's a very easy way to create training materials that are accessible. And just using Microsoft Word to create PDFs. The, the idea about the PDF is that they are accessible, but they're not going to be modified as easily by the students or the participants that you may be trying to train. So a student's not going to say, oops, I accidentally deleted paragraph five, <laughs> that sort of thing. But it can be copied and pasted as well very easily. So one of the things I just wanted to reemphasize is that the lesson format includes uh, the lesson plan in PDF, the lesson text in PDF, a vocabulary list in PDF. There's also ancillary documentation with some of these lessons uh, for the Windows 11. There's an orientation snack game that I created for teaching kids you know, or anybody who's you know, interested in snacks, how to use that as a tactile guide to what the Windows user interface is laid out like. Uh, you know, There's a document on gestures when you want to talk to students about gestures. There's also here on YouTube uh, links, as I mentioned, for the video headings, and there's playlists as well. So if you're coming in and you're looking for, as time goes on, uh, Jeff asked about, you know, are there going to be other training materials? Eventually there will. And so eventually there may be a training list on uh, a playlist for Word, a, a playlist for Excel or other uh, different things. We have a lot of questions. I've gotten a lot of questions from people about browsers as well. And so... I think there's, a, as we were chatting before the session started, there's a ton of room for 
training out there. There's never an end to training because things are always changing. So giving you a little bit of an overview there, we talked about some of the training here. I'm going to go back to the settings. The DSERF website. The settings app in Windows 11 dash DSERF. I'm just going to go back to the top of the page. This and just real briefly discuss the blog and the about us and the well not the about us but the contact us pages so i'm opening up the blog page page has seven on the main page for the the blog you'll have a typical blog where you have the settings app in windows 11 is the most recent one published on the 16th of january and then a read more link uh, you'll notice some experimenting here i'm experimenting with trying to make instead of just having links that say read more there's the next link says pin and arrange apps on the start menu. And then there's another read more. And then there's one pin and arrange read more. So I'm trying to get that to where they're not all the same and just still experimenting. So you may see a few things changing here and there on that. Um, the contact us page. Banner region, navigation region, list with five items. Contact us link, blog dash D sir. As uh, a place where you can put in name and email address and a message. It also has uh, my fax number, the Twitter information, the uh, LinkedIn information, the Skype information, and the YouTube channel. And so as you briefly saw, I have created a YouTube channel as well. And it's uh, something that uh, we're getting subscribers there also. One of the other... Now, we talked about... um I thought I'd bring it up here just because mm-hmm. it might be interesting for you to maybe get some feedback on on the on your contact page. But before the show started, we talked a little bit about other avenues for your for your material. I'm, I'm specifically thinking of you know people who potentially want to be able to obtain this and and uh, in fact we we hear this quite a bit in in other circles that I'm involved with where they want material in alternative formats, say uh, so they can listen to it on their Victory or stream. And then be in front of a keyboard and have that independent. So they're not, you know, mm-hmm. flipping back and forth, but, you know, alt tabbing between the browser window to pause the video or stopping Winamp from playing, you know, a, 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 an MP3 file or whatever the case may be. You know, they have two separate devices where they can stop and, li- and then go perform a task and then restart or rewind and go listen again, you know, without impacting where they are in space on their device. That is, uh, that is an excellent point, Jeff, and that's something that uh, you and I were talking briefly before uh, that I'm going to try and get an RSS feed up there. I'm going to try and get also in the near future some zip files where people can just download each lesson individually, the contents, yeah, instead, of having to, instead of having to do them all one at a time, because as I just showed you, there's seven or eight different links mm-hmm. for each lesson, mm-hmm. and then a, a, a master zip file at the end. Uh, we had a suggestion from someone in the prior session on maybe creating Daisy as well. So there's a lot. I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I knew you were going to ask that. How did I know that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you can use voice dream reader or you can, you know, use Mm -hmm. FS reader or whatever, you know, pick your, your Daisy reader of choice. And, uh, John, what are you using to read Daisy books these days? Um, mainly FS reader. If I'm on the computer, um, Mm -hmm. I haven't done a lot of it on my phone. I should really learn Voice Dream Reader, though, because it's it's a I, I, powerful I've program. I've not used the phone either for that. It's basically oh, hey, Larry. Computer. Hi. 
Welcome. I, I slithered in about 10 minutes I ago. thought he'd locked your door. <laughs> but I found a way to break it in. Okay, all right. Well, you, you forgot to take the doorknob off, John. I did. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. God, God. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd, I'd like to start using the phone, too, because there's a lot of choices there that I'm not taking advantage of. But I do use FS and and on the computer as well. And it reads really well. I really, I'm, It's a great suggestion somebody made. I can't remember now who it was. Well, so I, I, yeah, I, I would love it in that format, just because I'm also, you know, running on the treadmill and and I want to get my Dan fix while I'm exercising. See, there you go. See, because sure. it's important that I stay up to date with you, Dan. <laughs> well, you, you'll have a chance to keep up with me, but I'll tell you something. I have been moving fairly quickly, um, you know, just so. Everybody knows I started uh, DSurf, you know, basically launched the website just in May of 2021. So yeah, it hasn't been long, has it? It's only been eight months. Yeah. yeah since I yeah. launched it. And then the training page itself uh, was only launched five months ago. I didn't have any training at first because I had to create the training page or the yeah, web yeah. webpage. The webpage, yeah. So the training page launched, launched just this past August. And so I've got uh, a pretty good start and there will be a lot more coming. Are you using WordPress for the web page, or what are you using? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's interesting. We're um, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but we're we're investigating WordPress five point nine. It just came out. Uh, in fact, yesterday, and it's got some interesting accessibility, uh, well, opportunities. Shall we sh- shall we say, depending mm-hmm. upon the theme that you use. So that might be something you might want to be aware of, just so that you're yeah. I saw an eye update on that. I saw an update. Uh, that the site had been updated just uh, I think this morning. Yeah, it's got this yesterday. new full site editing capability. So basically, everything appears in an edit window if you have a full site editable theme. Most are not though, so we're going to be okay, I think, for the f- short term. But I'm not sure what the medium to long term is going to look like. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, just something to uh, to think about, especially for those of us that use screen readers. It could. It could potentially change the landscape for what has been, for the most part, a very good alternative for independently putting up websites. But uh, time will tell. In probably six to nine months, we'll know more. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly right. It takes time. Yeah. yeah exactly. so, so is it easy to get to people who obviously are in charge of those pages to say, hey, wait a minute. You're doing something that can see. Yeah, we just got to get the problem. word out. And the, yeah. the, m- most themes, and again, this is, we're not here to talk about right, that, right. but most themes um, are not capable of, of handling this new full site editing capability. Uh, so that's the that's the good thing about it. Uh, and I suspect that it will be quite some time before the, before they are updated. So I think the world is safe for the moment. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, should we open it up for questions, Dan? Yeah, let me just say one other thing about uh, <clears throat> about you know the website and the training materials and things like that, uh, especially like the Windows uh, 11 training materials. That training has a, a pre- at the preface basically says this is training with for Windows with JAWS. It's not JAWS specific. I use uh, JAWS to give people feedback. And I give the example of how a sighted person might look at the screen and they say, oh, I see a browser up there and I see this and that. But the focus might be, uh, as we all know, using keyboard uh, and screen readers, the focus may be completely elsewhere, like on the taskbar and the system tray or something like that. And so the training that I'm doing is not 
screen reader specific. It is simply with JAWS because that's the thing that I am the most familiar with. Hello, Bobby. Um, yep. Hi, Dan. Can you hear me? We can. I think you got your mic on, but that's okay. Oh. I mean, yeah, uh, Bobby, just give us just a quick second here and we'll get to you in just a minute. Let Dan complete his thought here. Yeah. So uh, the, the thing is that in the nine lessons that I've done so far on this Windows training, if I recall right, there's only one JAWS keystroke that I've mentioned in the whole thing. Everything is basically tab and shift tab and up and down arrows and things like that. And so if you read this or you hear it and you say, oh, it's just for JAWS users, it's not. It's for people who use NVDA or it's people who may be using Narrator or other screen readers. So don't be scared off by the fact that if, you know, you, oh, it's Windows training and it's JAWS. It's just that we use JAWS as a helper, if you will. So, yeah, let's take questions if you want. Okay, Bobby, go ahead. Okay, can you still hear me? <laughs> yes, no, welcome to I Verizon can't. here. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Bobby. We hear oh, you. Okay, anyway, um, I was following a guy on a YouTube channel about Windows 11 mm -hmm. and JAWS. I don't know his name, but it's called Windows and Computer Channel. And he was talking about a new, I don't know if we are been allowed to discuss this, a new media player for Windows 11. So I'm wondering if, Dan, you're going to be able to demonstrate it, you know, if you, when it comes out. You know, I hadn't even heard of that yet, Bobby. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, it sounds, I mean, you know, the, the thing is, I would love to be able to demonstrate and do everything, you know, as much as possible, but there's only me and I'm by myself. So it, it may take some time, but the thing is, it's interesting that they're coming out with new things, Bobby. And so if I don't do it, somebody else will, you know, that for sure. Well, that's we the hope. beauty of this though, Dan, is that, uh, you know, as, as uh, everyone comes out, I mean, there's a new version of Winamp coming out later this year. Right. Yeah. And, oh, you're uh, kidding me. Yeah. So, you know, um, the world continues to evolve here and technology is an ever changing thing, which is, uh, this is why it's so important to have as many people, you know, you know putting out resources and people who mm -hmm. are just amazingly great at it, like Dan, for example, and others that, that just, it makes uh, our lives as users so much better because of the time and energy that that people like Dan spend, uh, and, and and putting it out there for free. I mean, you you know you could very easily charge for these things, and and frankly, uh, uh, honestly, I I would have no problem paying for them. Right? <laughs> I mean, there's 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 value in quality, and uh, um, I'm just I'm just glad that it's free because it provides for an opportunity for more people to have, to have access to it. And that's, that's the neat thing, Bobby, you're going to see all kinds of things change for everybody. Oh yeah. Browsers change, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so <laughs> now instead of maybe one or two people making advances, you've got 10. And so far that's been per terrific for us because we have choices. Exactly. Yeah. We yep. never had those so choices years ago. We, we now have, we're going to have a new version of Winamp. I thought Winamp died. No, Winamp came back a couple years ago. And they've continued to keep it active. Yep. So it, it yep. will continue. Yeah. If you go to winamp.com, you can read all about it. There's, uh, it looks like it's going to uh, bring an all new modern interface to it. So, oh, um, God. That, that's I hope little, it's going to be good with a screen reader. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to find out and provide feedback. Right. So go sign up, Bobby, from, get on the uh, get on the email list to get updates from them. So, but yeah, thank you, Bobby. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby.
You're welcome. Any other hands, Rick? Yeah, Mitchell. If you want to mute yourself, Mitchell. Hey, Mitchell. Uh, he must have stepped away because usually he's. I know he's usually right on it, right? He's yes, pretty, he is. Pretty quick to the draw. So. Yeah. Okay. He, got it. There, he is. there you go. Hey, there Mitchell. Go. How's it going? It's good. Hey, Dan. Um, I got a suggestion for your page. Yeah. Hey, Mitchell. The MP3 files. I notice if you right-click on it to try to save it at like a safe target, mm -hmm. you get a safe HTML. You don't get the file. Hmm. I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to check that out because uh, I thought I had, are you in Windows 10 or Windows 11? It should be giving you a link to save it as a, you know, download. It doesn't. You got to click the file, it play, and then there's a download button in there. But you got to activate the file for, you, for it to show. Hmm. Let me check that out. Thank you. No problem. And you're going to continue this 11 with the new features? Let me make a note about this here real quick, Mitchell. The file for the MP3. Um, we were just kind of talking about that. There's so there's uh, going back to the training and the fact that there are lots of people out there doing training and there's lots of new things happening in the world. Even as we were talking about that, Windows 11 is going to be changing. You know, as time goes forward, because I'm sure it's not, you know, totally cemented. Uh, in place. There's going to be improvements to it when people say, oh, this might work better this way. We've got it one way. Let's change it a little bit. Uh, they're bringing in things from control panel, you know, into the new settings app. Yeah. So you're going to still see a lot of changes uh, over time. So there's definitely opportunity to do a whole lot more training on Windows 11. Have you thought of doing one on that chat feature? Uh, teams, for, teams for Life? Yeah, the chat. Yeah, the thing built into 11. Because I haven't seen no training material on that. Yeah, that's the new uh, Teams for Life feature, uh, Dan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that the uh, chat icon that's on yeah. the taskbar? Yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. It, it's basically Teams for Consumer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I've played with it a little bit uh, to answer your question, Mitchell. Um, there is some good training out there from Vespero on Teams. And I'm thinking it probably behaves very similarly with JAWS. It is a little different. Is it a little um, different? Yeah. Yeah. We might try to get, well, we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do there. I, I would definitely encourage you to take a look at it. That, that, uh, I don't, I, to be clear, everyone, and I don't, I'm not working tonight, so I want to be careful <laughs> here, but right. I, I do work at Microsoft and I work on, uh, the windows accessibility team, but, and I don't work on teams. So, but, uh, it's a little bit different. So yeah, you might want to just take a quick look at it. Yeah, sounds good. There's also the new uh, voice typing feature that uh, a lot of people are talking about as well. So, yeah, you know, and, if, you know, and if you're really brave, you could join the Insider program and uh, you know keep updated on you know all of the the changes that are happening that are coming into the Insider builds. Speaking to me or to Mitchell, uh, either one. Ah, so I am actually on the Windows Insider build uh, Home Insider preview. Uh, evaluation copy. Yeah. So I can't get back to the dev out of the dev channel until the next major update comes. Oh, you're, so you're in the dev channel? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. But it's, it's always good to hear these kinds of, uh, you know, input, you know, from Mitchell and from Bobby, you know, because that's the kind of thing that gives people like myself, trainers and others around the world, 
you know, opportunities. They're saying, you know, we hear what you need, we hear what you want, and we say, oh, well, maybe I can do that. How do you think, uh, how do you think training material will change over time here? Do you think we'll keep doing it in the same mediums that we are today? Do you think there's a, a room for innovation or change that users are wanting or needing, Dan? Well, you know, there's a lot of research into the VR world as well for accessibility. So I definitely see a possibility of change, not only there, but in uh, other places as well. And, and what you said before, Jeff, people really want to have training materials, you know, extra or ancillary to the computer. They don't want it necessarily to have to, like you said, press alt tab back and forth to go between you know, a player that's on the computer and the lessons that are on the computer. So I think anything that's portable is fair game for future training. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I'm also thinking that there, there may be more of a shift in the way that training material is presented. Um, I, I, I've done quite a bit of research into this too, and it, it's, it's just interesting to see what and, and how things will continue to evolve over time and what that looks like. It's, it's going to be fascinating. I'm Rick, wondering, I'm wondering if ahead. the training itself will change, especially because more and more companies like Microsoft and Google, et cetera, are working more towards accessibility. So the training won't be focused necessarily on, on accessibility, but on the actual training modules themselves and accessibilities, if they are all built in from the ground up, uh, will be just something that we take for granted. Yeah, time will tell. Well, I and, right? and I think yeah. the, the fact that we now have training available in so many different ways, such as uh, on Zoom or other platforms, or you know, so you don't have to necessarily do a one-on-one -on -one training with somebody live. You can do it from anywhere in the world and at their own pace. I mean, I think that that can mm -hmm. only benefit everybody. Yeah, and then there's different modes that people have for learning. Some people are, you know, if they're sighted, they may be visual learners. Some people may be more auditory learners. Uh, I have, you know, just a very slight form of dyslexia where uh, even though I can see the screen, the feedback that I get from JAWS or screen readers in general helps to keep me from, you know, flipping numbers, you know, like a two becomes a five or a nine becomes a six, uh, things like that. Uh, giving that multimodal approach. So people have different learning needs. Some people want personalized training one-on-one. -on -one. You know, some people can do fine with just uh, listening to an MP3 or, uh, you know, what, listening to uh, watching a video, that kind of thing. So it just, it's kind of hard to say, but I, I can tell you one thing that learning is something that to me is, has always been enjoyable. I, I think specifically one of the most interesting new innovations of training has appeared on clubhouse and you've got mm -hmm. a company like vespero who does stuff weekly more than once a week on different aspects of of uh, windows or 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 jaws related materials i don't know that other companies have done that quite to that extent yet but it's a great platform and if you're whether you're brand new to to jaws or or any uh technology or whether you're a veteran you can always pick up new stuff uh based upon how it's explained and i i find myself even if i know the subject recording materials and sticking it in in uh folders for future reference and i think it's a it's a wonderful opportunity it's it's like being at csun 
weekly, you know. So it's yeah, it's great. It, it and, is you great. Know, Zoom has done that too, John. Yes, they have. Absolutely, you know, they have. Zoom has changed the world, and you know, Zoom and Teams and and you know, all of these applications that are bringing us all online for meetings because of COVID and all of that. It, it's going to change, and it has changed the world forever. I don't, I don't know that we're ever going to go back hmm. to a world where we don't have some sort of hybrid model of work mm-hmm. um, or training or meetings or whatever. Right? I mean, I, I think, I think that's done. I think two years. What is it? Uh, do something for seven days, or you know, uh, you know, it becomes a habit, right? And, and yeah. we're well into habit now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Do they sure. do? Do they do? Because I don't pay attention much in terms of videos. A lot of times, when someone says "click on this video," I go, "Oh, here we go again." Because more times than not, obviously, it's 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 made for the sighted user. So you click on a video and you miss so much because so much of it is visually captioned, etc. Do they do much in terms of audio description nowadays with videos? Depends on the provider, right? Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's up so. to the provider. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I mean, yeah. I think that's where we could we could probably all benefit, especially those of us who are blind, in the future. And I don't know. I know some providers do. A lot of them don't. But so um, I I didn't know the answer to that. But I knew some providers did, but I don't think it's wholesale necessarily. Yeah. Rick, any other hands up? No, sir. All nope. right. So, Dan, if people want to get a hold of you, if they don't want to use the contact form, is there an email address or anything like that? Or uh, maybe you can give out your Twitter information here. Yep, absolutely. Uh, the email address is info, I-N-F-O, at dsurf.net, N-E-T. And that's D as in uh, dog, S-U-R-F dot net, right? Yes, correct. Okay, good. D-S-U-R-F dot net. Okay. Uh, the Twitter handle is uh, at dsurfdan, D at sign, D-S-U-R-F-D-A-N. And if you look up on LinkedIn, you'll if you look up uh, dsurf on LinkedIn, you'll find me there. Uh, and then the YouTube channel is not too far away from having a customized name. Uh, you get to a certain number of subscribers, which should happen in the next month or so. Uh, it will be, hopefully, I can't say for sure, but it will probably be something like DSurf as well. But if you Google, or if you just, not Google, but if you search on YouTube for uh, DSurf JAWS training, you'll find my channel pretty quickly. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, Dan, thank you very, very much for coming tonight. This has been uh, amazingly great and uh, looking forward to uh, finding out what's coming up next and, you know, uh, what kind of new training material and especially that RSS feed. I'll be checking the website. <laughs> <laughs> that will be awesome. Yep. Yeah. Cool stuff. I appreciate the, those suggestions from not only yourself, Jeff, but from, you know, Larry and John and uh, Bobby. Yeah. And, and Mitchell, Mitchell, you know, yeah. and yep. Mitchell, yep. Yep. those kind of, you know, even if I can't do the training, you know, other people may be listening at some point, you know, to this pod, uh, to the recording of this and they'll say, oh, people are asking about this or people are asking about that. And the other, other people who are listening, who are trainers uh, are always looking for something, you know, to help people out. And they may have a better handle on some of it than obviously than I would, because I can't know it all. Uh, so it's great that there's a lot of other people out there who are willing and able to do the training and uh, lots of different methods to do it absolutely absolutely yep well keep up that outstanding work dan and uh we'll have to have you back in a few months and see what's new with you and uh 
talk tech and just get you here to just, just to talk tech too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. I yeah. appreciate all the kind words and everybody yeah. else. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. So while we're waiting for Tanya to show up here, she may be here already. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. So Rick, we should talk a little bit about the ACB Media website in reference to the changes in the calendar that are there now. Tanya is there, by the way, guys. Oh, I missed Oh, she is here. All right. Well, let's just get everyone up to speed, though. So the schedule is now posted for Media 1, and I believe both Media 1 and Media 4, on the website. So if you go to uh, acbmedia.org, you can see all of the current events that are happening uh, at the current time. And then you can also go to each of the media streams and get all of the events tied to uh, both Media 1 and Media 4. And uh, we're working on getting the community schedule out there in a, in a way that is repeatable and sustainable as far as just automating that process. So that's pretty exciting. And uh, yeah, good stuff. So you got anything, Rick, you want to talk about the website or just ACB Media in general? Uh God, you caught me off guard here, guys. Well, that's all right, man. A few words. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, there's just a lot of stuff going on at ACB Media. Uh, for those of you that uh, uh, ACB uh, folks, you know, we got a leadership conference coming up uh, in March. Stay tuned for that. And a lot of the planning right now at Media is all around this uh, uh, how to make things hybrid. So uh, we're learning a lot about hybrids and. Uh, our convention this coming year is going to be a hybrid, uh, which means there'll be a physical component along with a virtual component. And uh, we're really excited about that. So stay tuned. Um, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. And we're going to be doing a lot, a lot of new stuff on the programming side, too. We've got some organizational changes that are underway to help us uh, facilitate some of this change that we're going to do. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, nothing but good stuff that coming down the road. So yeah. maybe some pro some surprises for tomorrow's morning morning's meeting, huh? Rick? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Right? I know. Yeah, I I always go to those meetings and go, wow, I never knew that. That's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. It's usually that's usually what happens to us when you show up at a meeting. I know. I mean, I, yeah. well, it's it's kind of like, what's Jeff going to say today? You know? <laughs> well, come on now. It's not that bad. <laughs> So anyways, now lots of good stuff. So, and, and, uh, you know, as long as we got the opportunity to talk about ACB media, just, uh, you know, thanks to everybody for support of ACB media, uh, uh, ACB media has just, uh, really taken off. Um, of course the acbmedia.org is, uh, some of the handiwork uh, that Jeff Bishop did and did, su did such a fabulous job with that. But ACB media as a concept is, uh, it's not what ACB radio used to be. It's not your, you know, your grandfather's ACB radio. It's really all of our digital communication assets that are being aggregated into one place now. And uh, so you're going to see a lot more seamless um, connection between the various media channels over time and just really, really cool stuff. So stay tuned. Yeah. Awesome. So Rick, are you a Netflix subscriber? Uh, I am. I yeah, John, John and Larry, are you? No, I'm no, not. no, no. So okay, I probably will be, but I am not yet. And you're not like a Hulu subscriber or anything like that. I have Hulu, yeah. I'm a Disney Plus. Hulu? I'm a yeah. Disney Plus subscriber, what, but did of you, course you've got Disney. But Plus. I work 
Who do you work for? Uh, yeah, but it's it's not a it's nothing that I have to do. I just do it because I want to. Oh, you eat, breathe, sleep, and watch Disney Plus, and get paid by Disney too. So yes, I do. Do you do you get paid to watch Disney cartoons? No, I don't. Oh, okay. No, because I thought maybe they would have you you know validate the audio description. Always got to pick on John. Well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It, but but it, I, 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 yes, I do. I do have Hulu. I, there's only so much time of the day, so I do have it, and I, I've looked at it from time to time, but I haven't mm-hmm. watched it on a regular basis. The movie Encanto, I think it's called, uh, that Disney's got out. Now it's a good movie. Good, good description on that. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, cool. Okay. Y- yes, and and Boba Fett. Oh, Star, from Star Wars. Wars yeah. 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 Got to watch yeah. that. And, that's not Boba Fett. That's, I know. That's but, Darth I, Vader. but I just felt like I wanted to do that because I, I could. I, I so. did you? <laughs> yes. You didn't turn the echo on, though, John. You, and you didn't ask us. Otherwise, we were You're slacking. Not. You're slacking Luke. on the buttons over there. Yeah, exactly. Is that better? Is that, that better for you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or did you ever wish that we had an, an alternative streaming platform for us? Yes. I, do, I couldn't stand listening to us that long, I don't think. So. <laughs> well, I don't mean us. But, oh, okay. But that was specifically designed for audio-based drama content. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you guys have enough sure. of, of it. Of your, your yes, house. we do. But, we, but, we do. but it's old. I mean, your stuff's, you know, it's 40 old. years old, it's right? Old. That is true. Attention, guys. This is a segue. Yes, yes I, I know. know. I yes. see where it's going. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to do it, Rick. Okay. It's not working. Larry, shut up and let Jeff talk. Come on now. <laughs> by the time we get done, it will be time to end the show. And you won't have time to talk. I've got the closing theme ready to go anytime. <laughs> it's been one of those days, I'll tell you. Cue Jeff. Okay. Well, tonight we're here to to talk to someone who has developed or you know, is partnering with and and has released a platform which is extremely innovative and extremely exciting, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. And we're going to have an opportunity to get some things out to all of you to to try it out. We got to talk with Jennifer about how we're going to actually do that. This is tall, called real time. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll have more to share out tomorrow probably, and I think. We'll probably put it up on the ACB Media website, but that will be up to Jennifer in the morning. That will be what we'll, one of the things we'll talk about, Rick. Uh, big surprise that I'll have, I guess. Yes, these are one of the, this is typical <laughs> of what happens with Jeff, you know. Well, I, I tried to come with new stuff. No, and no, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Oh my gosh! Now this is this is this is real exciting stuff. So no, this is this is cool stuff. So. So and and uh, not only has she done this, but she has produced some just amazing audio dramas that are available out on podcast. And maybe we'll ask her all about that too. Oh, good. Because cool. all of us should go listen to all of that. In fact, I've yep. listened to the majority of it. And so, without further ado, is she uh, is she actually here, Rick? Yes, she is. Yes. And I think she I'm just here. muted her. There you are. There yep. Yeah. Well, uh, well, well, she's well she's welcome. She's been sitting here saying, Jeff, be quiet. I want to talk to you. Quite a I know. It only took four minutes to get things going, didn't it? <laughs> thank you for, for such an, a lovely intro, Jeff. I really appreciate that. And and um, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. I so got to keep up to date with you because you've probably released more that I can't find. See? So it's. It, it's, it's well, 
Yeah, not not honestly in the last couple of months. Uh, we haven't released all that much, but it's in the works. It's the holidays and all that fun stuff. It yeah, slowed down yeah, I know. everything. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. So, Tanya, tell us a little bit about, well, well first of all, tell us about you. Sure. Um, I'm all over the place. That's the best way, <laughs> I think, to describe. Well, you uh, work at Perkins, right? I do. Yeah. Um, I'm currently working at Perkins part-time and then my full-time gig as well is uh, I'm community manager at Resemble AI, which is a tech startup that does um, focuses on custom voices. And they started a marketplace in June for voice actors where uh, we clone their voice and have different styles available like IVR narration, uh, digital characters, all kinds of voices, and it's available as a one-stop uh, shop solution for clients to use ready-made voices. And it's a royalty share opportunity for voice talent, which uh, we do have a couple of talent who are also visually impaired who have joined it since. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, so it's a lot of fun, and it keeps me busy. Otherwise, um, I also do voiceover, voice act, and things like that. That's one of my favorite things to do started off as a hobby back in high school and now it's more of like a side gig and uh obviously part of my a large part of my job too where we do a lot of testing with voices and things so um lots of lots of fun stuff i've done a little bit of audio description like with uh audioize international digital center and extracts and it's great to be able to give back a little bit to the community because i've been a consumer for so long that it's it's just kind of nice to to be also part of the solution and advocacy and so forth and what else that is and then story more obviously is the other component that we're going to be talking about today anyhow um i'm a voice talent with them as well as I, I help them test the app and the website, provide feedback, and then also help kind of provide support to voice talent who maybe need things in alternative format to access their scripts or tech or what have you. And I'll be assisting StoryMore in developing some short courses to begin with to pilot at the Alabama School for the Blind initially, and then bring it to other organizations like Perkins, HCB, Carol Center, whoever is interested in in allowing us to run short courses meant to get people started with voice acting and give them the tools and the tech to to uh, really put their best foot forward in that, I guess, job or career um, path and give it a shot, as well as we also want to offer to any ACB members who are interested in voice acting, have a setup and want to pursue it to join the talent pool at StoryMore as well, where we produce original content as well as offer on our app um, content from third-party providers who have partnered in a royalty share agreement and get to negotiate that every year. So lots to think about. <laughs> well, before we get into uh you know what you're what you're currently doing uh, with all of that. Let's talk a little bit about some of the work that you've done in release, so that if people want to go and listen to it, uh, how can people find your work in reference to your your podcast and and drama work that you've released? Sure. So the podcast is called Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind, and it's it's just kind of fun. It's really an anthology of different shows, anything from 
horror to fantasy, but like we have a fantasy series running now called uh, Bleeding of the Hedges. And we've got uh, one-shot pieces as well as series, all kinds of genres. Um, We have sci-fi and pretty much mainly horror, just because I'm a huge fan of it personally. But uh, we really do want to offer over time more and more options and, and genres and things. Some of it, like I said, it's got one or two episodes, uh, three episodes. Some of the series have several, 13, 14, et cetera. And it, the whole goal of it is really just to have a place to put all kinds of different uh, different things that might appeal to different audiences. And it's a mishmash of content. Um, and it can be found at www.lightningbolt.podbean.com. And that is L-I-G-H-T-N-I-N-G-B-O-L-T dot podbean. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N as in Nancy dot com. Cool. Okay. And you can find it just by searching in your podcatcher of choice, whether it be overcast or downcast or podcasts or. Yes. You, pick, you would just search. Your, yeah. 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 Um, just lightning bolt theater of the mind and lightning mm-hmm. bolt is one word. And then um, you can also get it on your echo. If you have one uh, available, it will work on that just fine. If you just ask it to play lightning bolt theater of the mind podcast, it will. Um, and it's available on Apple podcasts and wherever you get your mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge collector of audio drama. I, I have probably dozens and dozens of the Gen Z media stuff is my favorite right now. Ooh, uh, I've never heard I, of it. Oh, really? Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, they're doing a, um, they're doing a five year after the Annie story right now, Ooh. a podcast called tomorrow. And it is delightful, um, just just amazingly great. It it reminds me of, and then we'll get to uh, other stuff here. But it reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you heard them or not, but they, do you remember the original? I know Larry and John have because they're they're really old. We're old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, she's, it's funny to hear that in her voice. It's like, oh, gee, it's too bad. Oh, how cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, no, you guys aren't old. But what I think is cool is is you're in stereo, which is which is pretty awesome. How did you how did you do that? Uh, there are two of us, so he's in one room and I'm in another, and we sometimes talk at the same time. So stereo. Oh no, I mean the audio is in stereo. Like you guys are, are coming oh. off the right side. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's interesting. No, I didn't I, know that was happening. So I should really actually cool. have. I should have <laughs> said. Oh, I don't know. We just oh. figured it out. I wonder if it's I, coming out on the air that way. That's interesting. I don't know. Not in my Alexa. We'll find out in the archive. My Alexa is a mono speaker, so it's only coming out in mono. Well, yes. That's because... We'll we'll figure it out. You should get an Alexa, a sub bundle. Those are the best. Are they? I I mean, that's because each one of you guys is talking out of one side of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Rick. That's pretty good, Rick. That's good, Rick. That's one, good. One man. per night. Now go back in your closet, yeah, Rick. You can stay, Rick. One per night is pretty good, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so what was no, the question? If you, if you remember the original Star Wars National yes. Public Radio series, yeah, Gen yep. yes. Z Media is ranked right up there with quality and reference. Really? really? Oh. I need to play around with them. I yeah, they, they, they are great. There's them. another series called Becoming Mother Nature, which is, a, which is actually a series they're doing it in seasons now, oh. and that is stupendous. Uh, they have an actual three-hour film that's in audio wow. drama format. 
Wow. Yeah, they're, they're, there's, I need to send you a list. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's cool. Just, just, just. I've not heard them either. Yeah, they're, they're amazingly great. And uh, I actually got to speak to them on uh, Clubhouse and. They're just oh, cool. amazing group of people. Well, Larry's retired now. He's got plenty of time, so he's. I know so, he can yeah. just go listen to <laughs> yeah, he can. audio drama. Yeah, he's got nothing else do to it. do. It. So. Yeah, cute code. Cute code's good. Anyway, I'll do it later after we're done with this. I know you uh, can just stay up all night and listen uh, to sure. becoming Mother Nature, and I'll do nothing give over. you a quiz in the morning. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, so so Kim got a hold of me, and I need. I hadn't even heard of this thing before. But I went and downloaded it immediately when I got the email from Kim, uh, Kim Charlson, that is. So tell us, what 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 is this new adventure you're starting here? So the idea here is to have a streaming platform, as you very put it very well at the beginning. Really, it's it's another streaming option. It's definitely lower in price than a lot of our, our standard options like Hulu and Netflix. But the idea being that we have audio drama content in various genres. We have content available whether or not you are a premium subscriber or you're just listening to it on the free app. So you can still access old-time radio shows on the free app. You can access, um, I, I do believe at this point, all of the episodes, if not just, I'm not sure if we're going to go in the direction of offering just the first episode of original content and having uh, having the ads in there or if we're going to offer all of the episodes. So that part is to be determined uh, down the line. But currently, we have ads available if you are on the free tier of the platform. And you, you would just need to listen to the ad at the beginning and the end of the audio drama. Otherwise, it's, it's all uninterrupted with ads because we, we believe that you know, we don't want to ruin your experience and, and make it a jarring experience in the middle of the story. But regardless of if you're premium or not, I mean, all of these are audio dramas in the general sense of the word where there may or may not be a narrator. It depends on what the story would would need and what the best way to tell that story is. Some of them have more of a narrator, like a first person that's telling the story. For example, The Diary of Marjorie Blake is based on a, um, it, it's a, an author wrote this historical fiction novel taking place in the 1850s. And it's all about like women and in marriages and things like it's, it's, it centers around this main character who's in this forced marriage that just isn't going very well for her. Uh, but it's told in first person and you get to hear her voice as she tells the story in her diary entries. So that's an example of like a narration driving, driving the story. But there are other uh, stories that we offer that are original, like Helen and the Heart, which is a, a drama as well, um, or Night and Prey, which is fantasy and so forth. And a lot of these do not have a first-person narrator. It's more about the sound effects, the actors, the context through dialogue, and the music choices that will be uh, telling the story in that sense. But either with either form, there is no need for an audio description track because an, by definition, audio drama is like watching a movie in your mind or listening to a movie rather, because you are able to understand everything that's happening through literally just actors, sound effects, music, and that's it. And, and that's, that's what tells um, the tale. But right now we have several originals. 
We're also releasing a couple more um, soon. And we have some holiday themed stories as well as several um, offerings from other producers who have joined um, onboarded with us through a royalty share agreement. So the um, Fool and Scholar Productions being one of them, and they do podcasts like Vast Horizon, The White Vault, um, a lot of sci-fi and horror yes. content, and Both they're really, excellent. really good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're so they're they're the such White great. Vault is incredibly great, actually. Thank you. Yeah, I'll let them know you. They'll they'll really appreciate that. <laughs> but um, they're onboarded, and then we have Nineteen Nocturne Boulevard. Julie Hoverson runs that, and that is an anthology series of various stories, um, all all genres represented there. And then we've got um, others coming aboard soon, but those are just two of the ones I can think of off the top of my head. We have several that are we're adding their content as we speak. So the app is growing every week. There are more selections um, that are available to listen to stream and we always welcome feedback. So if you did try out the app and you had some accessibility suggestions for improvement, or there was something that was confusing, uh, let us know. We were working with our team to get that adjusted and resolved, updated, and we really value, value feedback. So that, that would be extremely helpful to us. Um, there's a couple of things that I suggested as well for improvements. And uh, I get to test the app which is very helpful. But mm -hmm. if anyone is an Android user and has feedback on the Android side, that'd be great too, because I, I use iPhone and <laughs> I've never actually transitioned over to even learning the Android. Um, I, can, I can connect you to some resources on that if you'd... Oh, that, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, we can do that. We've got, a, we've got an officer in our organization that uses Android that I'm sure oh, she would right. love to... Deb Lewis would probably love to help yeah, you with that. I'm sure she would. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So we'll, we'll Tanya, see what we can. Tell, tell us a little bit quickly about, about how you became interested in drama in the first place. Most people who I talked to who were younger obviously weren't around during the original dramas, but they were fascinated by something that drew them in to audio drama. And I'm curious about that with regard to you. Yeah. I always was into acting ever since I was a kid because I, I enjoyed watching, you know, movies and listening to audiobooks. And um, there was something about people's performances when it was when they were genuine that kind of I felt like I wanted to emulate and really get to that that point. And so in high school, I had to get a bunch of books for, for school talking books. I used to go to my local library as well as order from the Perkins library in that case as well. But I loved kind of going there and browsing what they had. I was a huge Stephen King fan. Um, and I pulled out a couple of books for school and a Stephen King, uh, what, what I thought was just an audiobook. And then I came home and started listening to it. And it turns out the tale of two cities and, um, the Pet Cemetery books I picked, those were both audio dramas done by the BBC on tape. And that was my first time that I'd heard an audio drama. So I was intrigued and I wanted to find more of these things, figure out like where I can listen to more, where I can download, and if possible, how I can get involved. Because that form of acting, you know, for me was a lot simpler than my idea at the time of like, doing film or stage or something, something like that. So I initially uh, did a bunch of research and found 
Voice Acting Alliance, which at the time was a website for amateur voice actors. You could go in and audition for anything and you'd get honest, uh, helpful feedback from people. They were very supportive. So I just kind of started out that way and then found a bunch of other websites like Audio Drama Talk, which had a repository of existing audio drama content produced by independent podcasters and other resources where you could actually purchase it. Um, like Colonial Radio Theater, Big Finish, those kind of websites uh, there. And I, f- I started just auditioning for anything and everything and went from there. And as you said, Jeff, I also have a huge audio drama collection. So I, I couldn't get enough of it. Well, oh. good for you. Thanks. So obviously you said you liked horror uh, as well. Do you do you like and collect other forms of audio drama as well? I do. Yeah, I have all all the genres that you yeah. can mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine. Mm-hmm. Um anything from Doctor Who to like Star Wars and um I'll, like all the Star Wars that I could mm-hmm. find because yeah. they have so many of them. And then yes. things like Nightfall, which I really enjoyed from the Nightfall 80s. was great. From the CBC. Yeah. 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 yeah they're mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. And CBS Radio Mystery Theater. Yes. Um, actually, for the Perkins Library, there's there's a program on Thursdays called Listening Library. And I, uh, I switch off with my colleague. And she usually plays documentaries and things and music and um, very different content than I do. Uh, my thing is I play radio dramas for people on Thursdays every, every other week. So we've been listening to a lot of CBS radio mystery theater lately. And also before that, there's actually a, um, a, a producer called Jack Ward, uh, based out of Canada as well. Right. And mm-hmm. he does a lot of recreations in the summer, um, on his summer stock playhouse, so that is where people take old-time radio scripts, different companies, and it's a nice way for people to work together. And they recreate these. They record actors and then get the music and sound effects and all that. And then they, they um, put it out in podcast form for people to download. So in the summer, I usually oh. play those on the, yeah. the show. We just like interviewed that. him. We, even, we interviewed him oh. about four months ago. And he was oh, fascinating. Did? Yes, he was terrific. Oh, cool. And I'll share with you later on because it's a little, little long. But I asked him with with Zoom, how do you do that? Because you've got actors from all over. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he said basically most of it, they they listen to each actor who has different mics. They don't all have the same mics or same mixer. And they have to go back in and listen and and then figure out ways to make the sound. You can do anything with sound now. I know. Mm -hmm. I, I know. But I was yep. amazed that they could do that that well with Zoom because I would never have known that they yep. were in different locations with different yep. sounds, different boards. And different the latency of Zoom. Latency so, of Zoom, yeah. yeah. So what podcast is that, Tanya? Um, so it's the Sonic Society and then the Summer Summerstock Playhouse. I can send you a link to, to that as well so you okay, have it. Okay, that'd, that'd be Very fun. good. Really, yeah, the, uh, and they do the it The Campfire every Radio Theater people are really great too. Yes. John Valentine. Oh, yeah. And, John yeah. Valentine, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so good. Yeah, I've oh been my. working with him for a couple of years. He's like solid. His sound design is just amazing. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, he uses um, impulse waves. Actually, he was telling me. Does he? Does he really? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. to okay. create like the sound you know like somebody walking away right, and it sounds exactly. like they're actually walking out of the room mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's fascinating but then also the with white vault uh, with that their team fool and scholar productions their mixer and sound designer is amazing at EQing everybody's mics because in that situation everyone records in different booths and, and studios and the other thing too in in this case is people are recording remotely nobody's actually listening to anyone else's performance they're just recording it sending in the lines and that gets processed uh, and put together like a puzzle the takes that sound the best together and that convey the the message but also when they send you a script it's like everything is noted every emotion in every line it's so helpful i personally i like both approaches like when directors give you tons and tons of direction but also i enjoy roles where they're just like here do it have fun send it back to me when you're done yeah i think i think the example of of doing it differently was is like the we are live you know gang mm-hmm. where everyone was in a, in a room you know and they could yep. feed off of each other and uh that's another really great series if you haven't heard it that, oh, so that that's had millions and millions and millions of downloads of that yeah. so so good oh my gosh yeah uh, you know uh, definitely a mature audience required for that one but <laughs> yeah, that's good true. stuff oh my gosh absolutely yeah it, it's i hope they have more content soon um i think they are they're they're are they? uh scouts oh. honor and descendants is coming oh so there, I listened yep. to Gold Rush last. Gold Rush was great. Yep, Gold yeah. Rush was great. So sad, so sad at the end. So sad. Yes. No spoilers. But, uh, <laughs> but Bird is still the Bird is still alive. So oh. you know, yes, he's still he's still kicking. He's like, like one that, of my that, favorite. That actor is unbelievable. I don't know if, the, if yeah. any other actor, I, as far as voice acting, he's oh my gosh, he's and he doesn't so sound old. anything at all like the character. I heard an interview with him on stage and. His real voice is nothing at all like wow. the actual voice that he portrays in, in the podcast series. Just unbelievably different. And uh, I'll tell you something. I would not want to run into that guy in a dark <laughs> Nope. I mean, Scratch, too. She is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. That's, that's another so good. One. So yes. good. So, yeah. so good. Yes. Well, do you have a sample we can play? For Storymore? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I have a couple of different samples um, just to give you guys a taste of different genres. So let me go ahead and share my screen. And sorry about the Jaws talking in the background. Yeah, it's all because we're all used to that. Oh, I, I yeah, I know. Um, I just wish when you shared audio sometimes with Zoom that there was a way to like select what specifically you wanted the sound to come through for the rest of yep. the Yep. People on the call. So, Night and Pray, and this is our fantasy series that is forthcoming. Um, we do have the actual like trailer for it. So, what I'll do is I'll play the initial. We have an audio description track that sort of describes what the synopsis is in case you didn't want to read that on the page or, or in the, in this case on the app, if you didn't want to read the description, but you just wanted to hear it in a very dramatic, awesome movie trailer style. So night and pray. The dragons have nearly died out. Clans and kingdoms struggle to maintain peace and unity. 
The magic that once brought mystical beauty to the land is now bowing to the ash of gray skies and death, as an ancient and forgotten evil has emerged to destroy all that lives. A young ruler must unite all in order to defeat the maleficent power of the Kraygull and restore life to the land of Duya. So very, very, um, very cool. And here's the trailer. Father, when will I become king? <laughs> king? Where did you get such an idea? The learned master allowed me to read about it in the scholars hall. <laughs> did he now? Yes, he did. And I'm curious if... Well, shan't I become one? Aren't you a king? No, son. I am the High Knight of Clan Braven, the Lord Protector of our lands. But it's like a king in that I have a great responsibility to bear. And one day by the seer, you will too. Then I can't wait to be a high knight and be strong and brave just like you. <laughs> oh, my son. The times are different now. And maybe more so still when your turn comes to serve. Battles may rage. Many clans who are enemies must be brought together. So you have not come with your mighty caravan to see only me. You have come because you need help. Ah, you would rather have a kingdom than a clan. The magic that has protected us for centuries may die. Also, what, my father? I fear a great evil is rising. Now, the dramas themselves in the app, are they in stereo? Yes. Okay, that's good. Wow. Okay. Was that coming through in mono for you? Yeah, it was in mono, yeah. For us, it was right there. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's all it's all stereo. Wow. And we're also going to be experimenting with some binaural sound as well. Um, that's another thing I want to do with my podcast, too, is I, I really wanted to start getting this year into uh, more of those kind of things, like binaural surround sound. <laughs> um, I, I personally have heard a bunch of audio dramas like that and they're creepy and awesome. So, you know, that's, that's kind of, oh, there, there's a number of them that are just awesome. yeah. first one I heard right? was Stephen King. Yes. The, the fog, mist. I think it was the yes. mist. Oh my mist. gosh. Oh my gosh. So, so much better than the movie. Just saying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yep. much better than the book. Honestly, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And that Absolutely. is rare, right? Like that is I, yeah. really, really, but the acting in that was unbelievable. I know. It was. So I don't know if you can buy that now. I don't know. I used to have it 
I hope it didn't get lost in a move. Oh, well. I think I might still have it. I'll have to look. But I mean, it was fabulous. I, I have it. Do you get? Do you? Um, do you want me to send it to you? Or <laughs> we shouldn't oh, talk about that here. Probably then. not. Tanya, but... you shouldn't ask questions like that. We should not. Yeah. Well, just saying, <laughs> don't, get it, have, don't get us in trouble, Tanya. <laughs> just, just cut it out in post. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's what editing is for, right? It is. Exactly. Who's going to know, right? <laughs> that's why we can audio edit, you see? Yeah. Yes. See, that's, that's the beautiful thing about audio editing magic. Oh, oh there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff like that. And there, there, there was a bunch of other NPR uh, productions that I wish I could get access to from back in the day. You know, there was uh, just tons of that stuff. Just good, good, yeah. good audio drama. And it's not only like when you were mentioning Star Wars earlier, of course, the NPR versions, but there was tons of that stuff released commercially. Well, Random House when they Random were released, House did a ton of it, and we've yeah. got a lot of that. Yeah, we do, and it's it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Wow, really good. Yeah, I don't think I've heard a lot of the Random House stuff, but that would be super awesome. Yeah, I haven't oh, heard that either. Chat. Okay, well, well we, sounds good. We'll, we'll, we'll give it to you for almost free. So, yeah, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Hey, I'll just mail you guys a hard drive with all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see. What, we can share stuff. We, do we used to mail tapes. Yeah, that, now I know, that, right now. Yeah. That's, that, yeah, that's the way we do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. that, that's yes. how you get giant OTR collections. Well, right? when, yeah. when then terabytes yeah. go, when drives go up to 18, 19 terabytes, I mean, you can put a lot of stuff on there. But see, that's yep. the problem, though. That, 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 man, if one of those goes. If it bad goes bad, you. it takes forever to replace yeah. it. Yeah, it does. Trouble, boy. It does. Oh, I have like two backups because I'm paranoid about that happening. Yeah, me too. Yep. Me too. No, but I have so much of it. I don't know. It's just, it's just. oh my gosh. You just got to buy more hard drives and just store it and store yeah. it and store they're, it. Very true. They're cheap. Yeah, exactly. Storage is cheap. It doesn't. Cheap. Exactly. So did you have another? Did you have another one to play? I do. Yep. Um, so this one, this is a different genre. This is called Helen and the Heart. And it's more of a drama, um, you know, I would say very like pulls at your heartstrings, <laughs> no pun intended. But here is the audio description first. Alright, here we go. Helen and the Heart. In a small Tennessee town called Waccamall lives a young lady that works hard as a waitress during the day, but moonlights as a dreamer. Helen Baker had all the hopes and ambitions of being a professional singer, but an unknown illness is threatening to end her life before she can realize her dreams. She discovers that due to a rare condition, she will need a new heart and find the strength to keep living so her dreams won't die. I'm sorry, but that guy was kind of creepy reading that one. <laughs> it looked like the, the, the guy who was doing who used to who used to voice Nightfall. Dancing shoes on, girl. Sorry, I'm just uh, refreshing, so it's not talking over you guys. That's okay. Yeah, um, yeah, that's Ken Osborne. He oh. actually did voiceover for several. He still does voiceover, but he's been doing it for several years, and he's he's really really good. I mean, yes. he's on. Um, he does a lot of the network. Uh, promos and things the spots i'm forgetting i think is it abc no um i'm forgetting which networks now but he's got several of those those kind of things a lot of commercial work and he also voice acts with story more too um he's going to be assisting in teaching some of the short courses so that'll be really neat his process of reading lines is fascinating it's a little different than mine like for example he uses a an audio uh, teleprompter strategy like I do, but what he does is records himself on 
a, a tape recorder reading the Braille script and then converts it, uh, puts it on SD card and plays it on his stream slowed down and does almost like repeat after myself read as he runs through his scripts. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. He's got a great voice. I was he just does. thinking though, it's going to be a scary story because he's kind of reading it in that, you know, deep, mysterious yeah. voice. Yeah. And, and, and then just the ending was like, ooh. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> yeah, it was no, very it's interesting. It is. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it, I, I'm sure it was intended, but wow, I was just fascinating. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's really, really cool how he does it. Um, let me just play the first trailer real quick. <laughs> In a small Tennessee town called Waccamaw, Helen Baker had all the hopes and ambitions of being a professional singer. I love to sing. That's all I want to do is sing. Helen? Helen? Helen, I've got some news. But an unknown illness is threatening to end her life before she can realize her dreams. What? I don't understand. It's called dilated cardiomyopathy. But in your case, we're also looking at Brigada syndrome. I'm sorry, Helen. You need a new heart. I've got long enough. She will need a new heart and find the strength to keep living so her dreams won't die. Without a new heart, you won't make it. I'm not gonna die! I'm not gonna die! You got us your dreams to keep you breathing. One day, I'm gonna leave this life, and they're gonna call my name on a big stage. And when they call my name, I'm gonna sing my heart out. Helen <laughs> and the Heart. All right, that was the uh, the drama sample. I could play one more if you'd like. 
Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this is bandage and badge. I'd say it's more of like a mm, crime, I, I guess, if I had to pick one. Bandage and badge. A rookie cop takes on the mean streets of New York, hoping to protect and serve with honor. He quickly discovers the world is a difficult place to navigate morality, ethics, and noble intentions. Through twists and turns in his day-to-day -day interactions, Dominic discovers who he truly is. With internal affairs quickly stepping in to investigate an accident, this young cop realizes ethics may be a matter of perception. Here's the trailer. The following production has been rated with a teen rating and is intended for audiences over the age of 13. Parental discretion is a This rating has been applied by the Megalio Media Internal Ratings Council. Thank you for joining us again this hour. We are still following the events of a tragic day here in New York City that has the nation's attention tonight. When cold city streets mirror corruption behind the badge. Out of 300 of those officers you got, 30 of them I got dirt on. A rookie cop with a varied past stands at the junction of decisions. Look, I'm sorry. I want to make you and Pop proud, but I can't. Will he take the path of his father to shine the light of good and suffer the shadows? Dominic is a big name to live up to around here, Junior. You up to it? Or take the path others have laid that no one would expect. Officer Harper, you have the right to remain silent. Excuse me! Hello, do you hear me? It's my brother! He has been shot! All units, all units, please respond. We have a tinted in progress. Shots fired, repeat, shots fired. <laughs> Put the gun down, sir! What will he gain? No, no, save it, all right? The only reason why I have you in here and not al fresco is because your father was a damn good friend of mine. What will he lose? I'm sure death was a part of this job for me at some point. Will it be worth it? We gotta find Dominic. They're gonna be looking for him next. Bandage and Badge, a story more original, coming soon. All right. I got That's a question. Awesome. Fun content. <laughs> I got a question for you. What does that narrator's yeah. morning voice sound like? No idea. I'm maybe lower <laughs> he's got, than he, that. He's got <laughs> great pipes, though, man. That guy is yeah. unbelievable. Oh, yeah. 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 Boy, he could read the phone book, and I think I'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting he, stories. He's so good at his craft. I mean, it's going to be really, really awesome for me to just um, uh, kind of help out with the class and watch him work and assist in that in that process because we're going to be sort of tag teaming um various approaches and and the goal being that we give people enough tools that they have in their toolbox at least two per person so that they have a fallback plan of okay if braille isn't working then you know audio or i'm going to listen to a human voice reading this and repeat or what have you so that's, that's, great. that's exciting 
Also, I did want to mention if um, if folks try out the seven-day free trial of the app, and then after after that, if they choose to subscribe at the six ninety nine premium level um, for the app, we automatically have the we would we would like to send a voucher so that they can get a free Bluetooth speaker um, as a thank you for sticking with us and checking us out and so forth. So if that gives them another option to listen. <laughs> yeah, what we'll do is we'll we'll talk with uh, we'll talk with our communications team and find out exactly how we want to get that distributed. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll reach out to you tomorrow on how to how we want to go about doing that. But. Uh, Great. I, I see we have a raised hand. Yes, let's. Uh, I was just going to see hand. if we had yeah. questions. We at least one that I see, Rick. Yeah, hold on, just one sec, guys. Sure. I'm trying to get the attendee list up. Okay, here we go. Do 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 do. Mitchell, Mitchell. Hey, Mitchell. What's up? He's unmuting. Yeah, go ahead, Mitchell. I think I muted you by accident again. Maybe he has a trailer to play. Okay, you there? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, great job on the presentation. Thank you. Uh, Jeff, can you put the URL for the podcast on that ACB conversation list so people can find it? Uh, which podcast are we referring to? We've talked the, about a lot of them one tonight. The, <laughs> the stuff that the lady mentioned? The one that has the pod bean as part of the oh yes oh, the lightning oh, bolt the lightning yes I can do that yeah. yeah we'll we'll make sure it's up there all right yep. and how yep. can we uh, listen to the trailers of what you just showed um, so you can either go to the website uh, so once you know if if you did want to use the promo code uh, you'll get that distributed and you would go to the website storymore.com and then you would go in and register and use the promo code on the website. So that would allow you to create your account and you can either listen to these trailers on the website, or you can download the app either in the app store for um, either in the iOS app store there, or you could go to the Google play store and download the Android app and then log in with the same credentials that you used when signing up on the website. The promo will automatically be applied and continue to be applied in the app. And then you'll be able to listen to these on the app as well as the full episodes. And Absolutely. same goes for the website. Yeah, but great question. Thank you. All right, Jeff, can you put the info on that list in case people didn't hear all the details? Yeah, which list do you want it on? Do you want it on the conversations yep. list? Is that what you, where you want it? Yep. And, and okay. Larry, can you also stick on the, on the Tech Talk list? I can do that. Thanks. Yes. Yes. Okay. And we'll also be sharing all of this info uh, ASAP this week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll guys, definitely yeah. be promoting it all kinds of places. So we'll we'll figure out how to we'll do all that. You guys time. are the best. Thank you. Yay. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Mitchell. Nice to meet Thank you. Thank you, Mitchell. Any other hands? Uh, no, this is Dan. I just wanted to say nice job, Tanya. I was listening and it was very, Thank very you. well done. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm going to sign off, but I just wanted to say thanks. Yeah, thanks, well, thank Dan. You, Dan. Thank, cool. you, Dan. thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan, again. Talk to yep. you guys later. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. So I wonder who listens to Jaws faster, you or Dan? <laughs> I think you've yeah. got him beat. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty I think good. she's pretty quick there. Yeah. It's, 
I mean, I don't know. It's just I've listened to it so long. Sure. Right. Slowly right. Yeah. Over yeah. Time. That's the way it is yeah, for I all think of us. Some I of us have been using speech since we were, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. six yeah. or something. I think yeah. when yeah. I was born, there was something, something speech coming out of my navel, and well, my parents couldn't understand <laughs> what that was. We used to train people when I worked for Marriott, and it was always because you got to listen to the customer. So the thing to do is to keep speeding jaws up, even if it's a little daunting and uncomfortable, and so. <laughs> We gradually sped it up more and more and more. And then some of us, of course, because of other things we were doing in our lives, sped it up even more. So for us, it's second nature. But mm-hmm. when my wife was alive, she was learning Jaws because uh, she was blinded later in life. She'd walk into the room and hear me speak, hear me using Jaws at about the same level as you are. And she'd just keep walking in, turning all... <laughs> she had no. And she no didn't do that when you just regularly talked, Larry. Yes. Well, then she. Then I could understand it. She said turkey. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 something you have to get used to. My sighted girlfriend, a long time ago, said, "You know, everything in this house speaks." Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just. Yeah. It's, but you don't think about it because it's no. something you depend no. on with a daily right. basis. So. Yeah, but then you get older, and then you have to slow it down. <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten to that part yet, and I'm, you know, I'm ancient. So, well, when you get ten, when you get tinnitus in your ears, you got to turn, you know, oh, okay. slow it down, yeah. depending on the environment. Just a little, just yeah. a little bit, and not much. Mm-hmm. Just a little, though. I, I find that in the morning when I wake up, I have to slow things down a little bit until I'm really awake. And That's because you didn't get the wax out, John. Well, yeah, you're probably right, and and maybe a shower every day would help. So <laughs> no. <laughs> for, for me, it's like before coffee, uh, nothing's getting done. That's well, yeah, true. Yeah, there you go. That's, yeah. That's there you go. yeah. But honestly, though, the, I think one of the the best things about the audio, it, if you can speed it up for yourself slowly, it helps when you're on phone calls. You're trying to like listen mm-hmm. to your your yes. jaws when you're talking to customers or whomever, or even. If you're if you're reading it as a script, like when I read scripts, I use Jaws as my teleprompter. I put everything mm-hmm. on its own line. Like I separate sentences by clause. Every time there's a comma or an and, I separate it, put it on the next line, and then just go and oh. practice it. Usually practice it once or twice, and then just run through. So so because of the pandemic, I, I well maybe I should back up. Were you originally doing drama with people in the same location? Or, or not, or is this the way you will continue to do it from now on? And I didn't know if the pandemic had any, any, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Effect. Effect. Yeah. Effect. Yes. Yeah. No, that's a great question. Um, so there's a couple answers to that. Um, the only difference between before the pandemic and now with audio drama, with my experience with it, is that we've had live shows in front of audiences where we have someone doing the sound effects. And then either someone live doing music or we're queuing up music tracks. So I've been involved in some of those in person and I miss those. They they were so much fun. But obviously with the pandemic, you can't do that on stage anymore unless, you know, at least we haven't started back in on that yet. Uh, Some groups are doing it. But um, so anyway, that was that was the major difference. But otherwise, I still recorded with people either virtually over things like Discord or Skype or CleanFeed, um, whichever, you know, um, Source Connect, et cetera. We did it that way before the pandemic. We're still doing doing it that way now. And a lot of 
shows are doing either they do like a table read and then you record or you schedule sessions with directors and people, you know, some of the actors and you get together and do it that way. Uh, Some people literally just want you to record by yourself and in your studio and then send it in and they piece it together. And sometimes uh, directors want to schedule a session with each actor separately so that they can coach them through scenes and get certain performances. And then story more uh, does it both ways. Some of the shows that they do, they, they have a rehearsal on zoom where everybody's together and practice and then record or uh, some shows people will get a script, sit down and record it, send it in. So it's really a combination of what works best, who's involved, how many scheduling conflicts there are and so on. And that's just, that's a long answer to that, but it's just to say that remote isn't going to go away. I think uh, now is more of an opportunity for people to get into audio drama than ever. And Mm -hmm. it's being taken more and more seriously as a lot of actors are being put out of work because they, you know, can't go on a set. They, if they do go on set, they have to live there now sure. because everything is socially distanced and that wouldn't have been an option before. So yeah, so this is a new golden age of radio. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're, when, because actors read their lines individually and send them in, do you find that you actually have to go back based on how one line conforms to another to ask actors to do pickups Yes. Yes. Okay. In some cases, definitely. Sometimes like the tone is off. Someone hasn't interprets a scene one way and then the opposite character in that scene interprets it differently. And then it just doesn't fit. So then you sometimes what, what they'll do is they'll send a sample. Like they'll say, okay, um, so-and-so has the right take on this scene. This is what we want. I'm going to send these lines to the other actor and have them do pickups and match it up better. I've also seen producers uh, take the lines and just stitch them together in a very brief example of the scene without any sound effects or anything yet, just to give people an idea of what they all sound like together and allow uh, any actors that want to submit retakes to do that after hearing that scene. It's a lot of extra work. So, you know, it, it doesn't happen very often, but fascinating yeah. because yeah. I, you know I, i'm i've interviewed probably close to a thousand radio people from the golden age and i know what they did because they told me mm-hmm. in fact i experienced it but i i have very little knowledge about how it's done today and i find it fascinating and it still yeah. works it still it, works it does people have such creative ways around everything uh that's that's the beautiful thing about the audio drama community is they're very welcoming they don't they're never, you know how sometimes when you apply for a job, you're worried to disclose initially that you're visually impaired or blind because you don't know if they're going to give you time a day, give you a second interview. There's, there's none of that in the audio drama community in voice acting. Nobody cares as long as you can get your script read. And, you know, if you need it in a different format, they're happy to help you with that. Nobody cares. It's, it's such a welcoming, supportive community. I encourage as many people to get involved as possible. Yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I've always had a good experience. Yeah. So where is the future of uh, Storymore and and where, where do you think things will, you know, what is your kind of outlook on where things are headed? Well, uh, we want to be the main streaming, streaming service that's readily available for audio dramas and continue to grow with our original content as well as 
allowing others who other creators who are, you know, putting out masterpieces into the world to join the platform and just simply have another way for people to listen to their, their show in addition to their podcast, in addition to their Patreon and all that, to, to have these pieces available all in one place so that someone sitting down to listen can just simply enjoy the experience and not have to do research of which podcast should I listen to? Where do I find it? Which one is good? What's new? What's trending? You know, it's all there. But also the other thing we want to do is really provide another avenue for employment for people in the blind and visually impaired community to either join as a voice talent, a writer, musician, a producer, um, have the tools that they can come in, learn the tools with us and either work with us uh, in, in, as part of our community or go out there and audition their hearts out or go out there and find other writing jobs, other areas uh, that, that they're interested in and just hit the ground running with the tools that they have. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah, we're very exciting. excited about where it's heading. So, yeah, yeah everybody should question. go get it. It's story more in the app store. And that's one word, right? Yes, that's one word. Yes. Make sure to search for it that way. Yes. And uh, yeah, you can download it and give it a try. You don't even have to subscribe right away. So you can you do not. Give it a shot. Yeah, you can subscribe great. anytime you'd like. And as as I mentioned earlier, there is plenty of content on the free tier. Uh, ads are only present at the very beginning of the episode and the very end. We don't interrupt your listening experience. No, that's great. That's great. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had to have yeah. you back, you know, in uh, a few months and see kind of where things are. And I'd love uh, to. We, we, we need to have you back just to do like a whole hour of just talking uh, about audio drama all up. Just, okay. Oh, that'd be fun. Let, let, let's pick, you know, everyone <laughs> go around the table and pick a podcast and, and, uh, you know, or a show and talk about it and, you know, we can generate links out of it and go crazy with it. I think that would be a blast. I'll send you guys this link as well, but there's a new one, um, that I worked on that, that came out. That's super fun. It's called, um, the transposition of Chloe Bronte. And it is a sci-fi, uh, sort cool. of drama thing. Uh, very, you know, very fun all over the place. Uh, the style is quirky. It is a uh, William Meyer produced it and he runs the strange love fiction podcast, which is stories about like different relationships in a sci-fi sense. So oh my gosh. lots of craziness there and lots okay. of fun. Um, but yeah, this one is, I would say rated more mature, but it's, it's got, I think eight episodes out now. Um, there's one more to be released. If not, there might be seven out and there's one more. So it's more like a mini series and you can find it on in, in any podcatcher, but also I will send you the the website as well. Okay, yeah, cool. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, well, well, thank you so very much, and uh, we'll be in thank touch you. with you to to get more information out. We'll we'll try to put the information on the page where the podcast episode will appear for main menu as well. But we'll try to get this out in other channels too to promote what you're doing, and uh, I think it's I think it's really exciting. Thank so. you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate you oh, guys bringing me on to the yeah, show. And it's, it's always great talking to you guys. Mm. Um, I'll, I, I should mention too, if anybody is curious to find other podcasts and, and things I'm involved in and such, you can also just visit my website at Tanya, T-A-N-J-A, M as in Mary, 
voice, and that's just V-O-I-C-E.com. So TanyaMVoice.com. It's got a portfolio page that just kind of outlines cream of the crop projects, things like that. Yeah. Love that. More podcasts. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be back. Uh, Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, We'll be back in, uh, what is this? February, right, guys? Next month is February? Right. It's all a new year. 2022. It's messing me up. (laughs) Rick, thank you very, very much. John, Larry, and Tanya, and Dan, and everybody, everybody who uh, participated tonight. Thank you so very much. And uh, and thanks, guys. Thank Thank you, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Such a pleasure.